Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 77, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone and again we are glad that you're here with us and so far well we've made it halfway through the book of Ruth. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the friendly curious cow. Well hello Marvin. Uh, Good afternoon Dave. It's a good day to podcast. It is Marvin. Always. So Dave well yesterday Ruth wound up in exactly the right field huh? Well, that's right. The field belonged to Boaz, who was related to Naomi, and like we said yesterday, God was leading Ruth, because he had it all planned out how he was going to take care of both Ruth and Naomi. Okay, great, great. So, well, let's get to it. Who's reading for us today? Today, it's our friend Billy. Oh, yeah, I I used to know a Billy. Last name, Goat's Gruff. Oh, well, no, that's not Billy from church. Oh, yeah, I know. Anyway, hi, Billy. Today's reading is Ruth chapter 3. One day Ruth's mother-in-law, Naomi, spoke to her. She said, My daughter, I must find a home for you. It should be a place where you will be provided for. You have been working with the woman who worked for Boaz. He's a relative of ours. Tonight he'll be separating the straw from his barley on the threshing floor. So wash yourself, put on some perfume and put on your best clothes. Then go down to the threshing floor, but don't let Boaz know you are there. Wait until he has finished eating and drinking. Notice where he lies down, then go over and uncover his feet. Lie down there, he'll tell you what to do. I'll do everything you say, Ruth answered. So she went down to the threshing floor. She did everything her mother-in-law had told her to do. When Boaz had finished eating and drinking, He was in a good mood. He went over to lie down at the far end of the grain pile. Then Ruth approached quietly. She uncovered his feet and lay down there. In the middle of the night, something surprised Boaz and woke him up. He turned and found a woman lying there at his feet. Who are you? he asked. I am Ruth, she said. You are my family protector, so take good care of me by making me your wife. Dear woman, may the Lord bless you, he replied. You are showing even more kindness now than you did earlier. You didn't run after the younger men, whether they were rich or poor. Dear woman, don't be afraid. I'll do for you everything you ask. All the people of my town know that you are an excellent woman. It is true that I am a relative of yours, but there's a family protector who is more closely related to you than I am. So stay here for the night. In the morning, if he wants to help you, good. Let him help you. But if he doesn't want to, then I'll do it. You can be sure that the Lord lives, and you can be just as sure that I will help you. Lie down here until morning. So she stayed at his feet until morning, but she got up before anyone could be recognised. Boaz thought, no one must know that a woman came to the threshing floor. He said to Ruth, Bring me the coat you have around you. Hold it out. So she did. He poured more than 50 pounds of barley into it and helped her pick it up. Then he went back to town. 
Ruth came to her mother-in-law Naomi and asked, How did it go, my daughter? Then Ruth told her everything Boaz had done for her. She said, He gave me all this barley. He said, Don't go back to your mother-in-law with your hands empty. Naomi said, My daughter, sit down until you find out what happens. The man won't rest until he settles the whole matter today. Thanks, Billy. Okay, Dave. Well, we have some work to do today. So Ruth tells Boaz he is the family protector. Hmm. What's that mean? Ah, well, it sounds like the professor's going to help us out with that. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. Professor. Marvin was asking about Boaz being the family protector. Ah, yes, yes. Or maybe if you're reading a different version of the Bible, it might say kinsman redeemer, yeah? So that word kin, because that, that means family, yeah? Okay, yeah, so, well, what does that mean? Okay, well, in Leviticus, when the people are getting their portion of the promised land, yeah, the land that each family is given is to be theirs forever, okay? Okay. But then, what would happen if they really needed to sell some of the land, or if, like here, the man died, and he had no sons to pass the land on to? Would there be families who lost the land God had given them? Would there be Israelites who no longer would possess the lands that God had promised to them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would seem kind of sad. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, in Leviticus 25, God explains that if an Israelite needs to sell the land, then another family member should buy it from them if they could, so they could protect it until the first family could buy it back themselves. So then they were the family protector, or the kinsman redeemer. And if they couldn't ever buy it back, well, every 50 years, in what was called the year of jubilee, all the land would go back to the family who God had given it to in the first place. Oh, wow, wow. So every 50 years, everything just was kind of reset. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that was the plan. Uh, although the Israelites were not so good at following the plan. Oh, okay. So, like in today's story, if the man died and there was no family to follow on to inherit the land and keep the family going, well, then a close relative was to take the widow as his own wife, have children with her, and then those children would carry on the family name of the man who died, and they would inherit the family's land. Oh, wow. Okay. So, well, Ruth was really asking Boaz to marry her. Yes, that's right, Marvin. <laughs> the family protector, or the kinsman redeemer, stepped in to rescue the situation and make sure a family was not lost forever, but would still be there, still be part of the people of Israel. Okay, okay, got it. Yep, thanks, Professor. So, how would Boaz respond? As we'll see tomorrow, not everyone wanted the job of family protector. Not everyone would welcome a woman from Moab into their family. But Boaz responds with kindness. He promises her that he will make sure that Ruth will be looked after. 
and he sends her with some extra grain so that she and Naomi will have what they need. Yeah, Boaz sure seems like a nice guy. Yep, a nice guy who wanted to do the right thing, what he knew God would want him to do. Okay. And when we talk about family protectors, well, it's another little picture, another little signpost along the way that points to Jesus. Because Jesus is really the ultimate family protector, the ultimate kinsman redeemer. Just like Ruth, we were outside the family of God. We had nothing to offer, no way of helping ourselves. We were without any hope. But it's like Boaz looked on Ruth, well, Jesus looked at us. And even though it would cost him dearly, he brought us into his family where we would be taken care of forever. Boaz's kindness is just a shadow of the kindness the Lord Jesus would show to us. So today, kids, thank God for being our family protector, our kinsman redeemer. Yeah, great, Dave. Thanks. You are welcome, Marvin. And well, that's it for today. And we have just one more day to finish up the book of Ruth. Oh, great, great. And Benjamin's coming. (laughs) That's right. So, Marvin, we will say goodbye until then. Okay, yeah, bye, everyone. See you soon. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.